0: The good, the bad, and the Prime Minister. Welcome to The Roots Report. My name is Patrick. And I'm Tom. What are we going to talk about today, Patrick? Well, first, I'd like to talk about earnings. The good, the bad, and then we'll talk about the Prime Minister.
1: Ooh, <laughs> I like the
0: switch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, did you hear about the... Uh, and? Prime Minister this week? Um, A little bit about her. I more about heard of
1: uh, a certain head of lettuce off of uh, Twitter. And apparently whenever she became Prime Minister, someone bought a head of lettuce and made the Twitter account with the joke behind it, which is going to last longer, the lettuce or the PM. (laughs) (laughs) And after 45 days, it's, it's a pretty wilty head of lettuce, but it's still there. So...
0: Well, I mean, like, what's what's the deal with, uh, like, why did even somebody make that joke? Because, like, why are I, Prime Ministers quitting all the time? Well, I don't know. I think
1: po- politically right now it's a pretty tough situation. Not to mention the UK specifically. They just did Brexit. And now they have this whole energy crisis thing to worry about with Russia doing what they're doing. And, like, I don't know. It's... Maybe a little bit hard, harder to trade and financial uncertainty everywhere. Like, what? what's. Uh, I've always yeah. kind
0: of thought of their prime minister as like our president or something. Yep. Yep. And then, that, but that would be, I but guess. But if a the president equivalent. was like, oh, it's hard. I'm just going to quit. I'd be like fucking pissed. Oh, Like, yeah, what the fuck sure. do you mean? Yeah. You're going to step down. What? Yep. Get, get out of here. I don't, yeah, I don't get wh- it.
1: What really, think what really bats home, I think, is she still gets a hundred and fifteen thousand pound per year salary for the rest of her life now because she served as a prime minister fuck? for
0: forty five days. For forty
1: five fucking days, she's good for fuck life. Her. Like, I don't know. You could argue that all oh, people of that stature need to live need more to live than one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. Like, okay, shut up. Like, she doesn't
0: deserve that if she can't handle a job for forty five days. Literally. Yeah, I don't give a shit of what she thinks her standard is. To me, she's worth uh, a hill of beans.
1: Yeah, yeah. But enough about the Prime Minister. Um,
0: Shall we jump back to the good earnings we saw this week? Or the bad, depends on which ones you're talking about. But yeah, uh, Netflix was a bit of a surprise in the uh, current market. 23% up since before earnings.
1: Yeah. And this comes off of a pretty bad earnings report earlier in the year by Netflix. Right. I, they, they were reporting diminishing user numbers. Now they have like increased user numbers again. So, I don't know. Tough to really say these tech stocks, they're a, a little harder to value. And I guess if they don't see the continual growth, they really take a hit hard. Which Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, we talked about it in our Discord, and I pointed out, it's like, ooh, 14%, because it was, like, right after they announced
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
0: their earnings in the after-hours market, Um, but then if you zoom out to, like, the weekly, it's uh, down from, I think, 700 was its high, and it's at, like, 230 now, so...
1: Yeah, it has come down quite a ways, and
0: tech has been hit pretty hard
1: over the, the past couple of months here now, so... I don't know. Maybe there's some good value picks out there.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's kind of like what I was thinking is a good point to make about uh, Netflix is that even in the spare market, there may be some good trades here. Yeah. Still, you know, like Netflix, I don't know, maybe it's worth 200 bucks now. It was selling for 700 a year ago. Or maybe
1: really start extending your timeline out too and like buy and hold things for a while.
0: What? Blasphemy. What? I know. Blasphemy. But... If
1: you're looking at things that like actually give you a built-in return, you can kind of like cash in a little bit of funds to continually increase your trading account as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I like to keep mine separate. Uh, you know, my daily active, and then my my just I'm just socking away money somewhere. Yeah, same. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you definitely probably don't want to be holding for long if you're just holding like i don't know snap which is down 30 percent uh from bad earnings this week uh mm-hmm. and down even more on the year i don't know if that's the best long hold but maybe yeah i mean i never really got the business model even when it was going up i was like what is it why is it worth i don't know what was it 50 bucks or something <laughs> at one point Hmm. i mean they uh, they don't have any like Revenue. They don't sell anything. They have like some minor ads But I've never been on snapchat and even like noticed an ad so
1: yeah, yeah
0: I don't think it's that profitable
1: But we we also uh, saw Tesla uh, go down in their earnings whenever they reported after hours Um, I can't remember exactly the percentage that they dropped right away. It was something in the realm of like Oh, I don't even know eight or nine percent somewhere in there just doing rough math but it sort of kind of re- rebounded after hours uh after the initial news sort of settled into friday and is kind of up three or four percent on friday now so
0: yeah uh <clears throat> and that's not so cut and dry like you know a lot of people might say snap isn't the best company but tesla has some obvious profit uh vectors so mm-hmm Uh, I still think we're in a bit of a bear market, but you know, there's always a way to trade something. Uh, if you were looking at Netflix and thinking that their last report probably wasn't so great that they Mm -hmm. might bounce back and I don't know, but like stuff, there's ways to make money. I, I still think that
1: we're in for a while of bad or not as great earnings in some companies. Yeah. Because, I don't know, the average person probably has to spend less if their mandatory expenses for living are higher all of a sudden because their interest rate goes up on their mortgage because they're variable.
0: And then the profits are lower.
1: And Exactly, yeah.
0: Well, what are you trading uh, just recently, like past couple weeks? I know we've all been busy. Yeah. uh, um, But but what have you been looking at mostly? I've kind of started
1: socking away more money into a... More of a longer time frame, kind of, as I was alluding mm-hmm. to earlier. Yeah, um, we talk about this one a lot. Um, Gab, G A B. Uh, it's a pretty interesting company. It uh, historically returns roughly the same as the S and P 500, but gives majority of its income through dividends. So, kind of unique.
0: Yeah, and we have that special trading strategy. I personally, I've been doing a lot of uh, spreads, which is a type of option where you buy and sell uh, a call option, but you just separate the money a bit. So Mm -hmm. you're kind of like hedging your bet. I like that because it focuses on delta movement. And the market has been so volatile recently that you can kind of like time, you know, bottoms and just kind of trade the volatility of uh, that moving delta. I mean, obviously, you want to be kind of tinged, bearish here. Um, But, you know, like... It's a great way to trade high volatility, higher risk, uh, but still it keeps in. It's also, I think, a lot easier to trade for newer traders because the thing about options is you have all these other Greeks like Theta and Vega and yada, yada. But if you're buying and selling, then you're much more neutral towards that. And then you only really have to worry so much about uh, hitting your targets.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting owning like shares and actually raking in theta as time oh, yeah. goes on well, right
0: that's a cash secured uh if you're just selling
1: yeah if, if you're just yeah. selling you, you have to have the the shares to offset everything but like it, yeah it's, i like it's to do that in a long account more yeah it, it's an interesting strategy yeah especially yeah, on companies that you're long-term bullish on but not necessarily right now right yeah
0: <clears throat> it's a good way to kind of hedge your losses or mm-hmm. increase your gains yeah um But yeah, this way, this is a little bit different because it's, uh, you're buying and selling. So most of the, like, theta is offset because you're gaining theta from the one you sold and you're losing it from the one you bought. Mm -hmm. Um, And so basically, if you're, like, doing a bull spread, you know, it only has to be over this certain number. And if you're doing a bear spread, it only has to be under this certain number. And as long as it is by the end of that date, then uh, you make whatever profit is, And usually... You can modulate it so you get like a 50-50 or whatever your risk tolerance you're looking for in that Mm -hmm. general area. But yeah, it's been pretty good and uh, I've been doing well with it. Those are usually my most consistently profitable uh, strategies. But uh, even in a bear market, you know, I still go bull sometimes and I did kind of this week I was trading it back and forth, uh, but it seems like the market is ready to look more bullish And I've kind of been noticing this that I think we need to see maybe another like hit at SPY about like 377 I think I'm looking at right about now to see what happens around that area because Mm -hmm. and as like always it seems that we pick a target in the discord and like kind of look at these lines and then some sort of news comes out after the fact to justify some sort of movement towards one of those targets. And right now, uh, the market seems to be really going up on hopes of the recent kind of talk from the Fed that they're maybe going to start slowing some interest rate rises. Not like a complete halt or anything. Yeah, and And maybe not even soon. I mean, it's really just a it's a pie in the sky kind of thing. You know, they're just kind of whispering about maybe dropping it from seventy five bps down to uh, fifty bips. Yeah, and
1: it's. Interesting that you, you kind of said it that way, because I think they're they're trying to say, like, the big picture is that we are going to be lowering interest rates. But then, like, the, the side little footnote is, but we don't know when that is quite yet. And also, it's not
0: lowering interest rates. It's just
1: slowing, increasing
0: them, them less, increasing yeah. them by less. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's still not great. But, I mean, the market does kind of have priced in 75 75- bips so if it went down to 50 yeah i could see a temporary kind of bull run back up to 370s high 370s maybe higher Mm -hmm. kind of depending but i definitely don't think it's over i mean they're just going to keep increasing it and it's not going to be like great so yeah yeah and inflation i mean was terrible in september up double so and we Mm -hmm. haven't even really seen the effects of that quite yet Yeah. And
1: again, I think it's going to take a while to really see the full impact of these sorts of things. And I don't know, do you think we're seeing it immediately enough in housing prices?
0: No, I don't think we've gotten there in housing prices yet. I think it has kind of leveled off, but um, I still don't think we've seen the real dip because um, if you look at how much people are paying, like you would have been better buying at the top if you're going to hold your house for 30 years even though well, you're paying like an extra if if you were to secure or a
1: higher priced mortgage at a lesser interest rate back like it was in february of this year currently right, right now with the amount that the pr- housing prices have dropped does not equal the amount that interest rates have gone up your payments overall have gone up right so I don't know. It, it's it's a, a worse spot. It's harder to get a house right now actually.
0: Yeah, I feel like houses have gone down but I don't think they've gone down enough. Like you said you're still paying more. Yeah. And you're like, even your monthly premium is going up Um, and then over the long run you're also like paying more. So mm-hmm. I think people haven't really calculated that in or, I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's worth it to buy a house quite yet. I think we'll see an overreaction where it's like, wow, houses are kind of Almost cheap again. Yeah, and then it'll go back up. It always seems like when there's a big boom. There's a big bust Yeah, yeah, so nothing surprising there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, I don't know We'll see what the next couple months have uh, Have to offer but maybe we look yeah. at REITs to short.
0: Yeah, you got anything you're looking at for the coming up next week in the markets?
1: Uh, not nothing top of mind again. I, I've been super busy at work recently. Yeah, so same. um I'm more just socking money away. I'll look at Tesla for like the one morning that I have off and I might play some calls or puts based on what I think the next five minutes are going to be like. But that's about it. (laughs)
0: Yeah. All right. Well, if that's all we have to talk about, I guess you can do your thing, Tom. And we'll cue the outro. Thank
1: you for listening to the Roots Report by Roots Research, LLC. Everything discussed in this podcast should be considered to be disinterested commentary between hosts. This is not financial advice, as we are not financial advisors. Please be sure to share, follow us on Twitter, Spotify, and join our Discord. Links are in the description below. This has been the Roots Report, and stay rooted.